Bedlam was a pustule on the face of the world. A jungle of crumbling buildings loomed over narrow streets, casting them in eternal shadow. Rats ran riot. Trash was piled up on street corners. The river was a deep shade of brown. And a thick smog hung over the city like a bad smell. Bedlam had once been home to the dreams of ordinary people. Now it was a place of nightmares. The city jail was overrun with the most wicked criminals of all time. But Bedlam made new ones all the time. The latest evil duo to make the front page of the Bedlam Bugle was Mighty Mind and his henchperson, Hammerhands. Evil duo steals priceless painting. Mighty Mind strikes in the dead of night. Train stopped by giant brain in a glass bowl. Hammerhands destroys every police car in Bedlam. Blackout across Bedlam as Hammerhands destroys power plant. Bank robbed by evil pair. Hamster held to ransom for one million dollars. Bedlam crime wave. President vows to send in the army. This was just the latest in a long list of headlines. Bedlam may have been a lawless place, but it was not without hope. The shortest person in the police force was also the most able. When she was a child, she would arrest the bullies in the playground. As soon as she left school, she joined the police force, and since then had been on the front line in the fight against crime. The lady was older now, and had finally been made Bedlam's chief of police. She was known simply as Chief, even to her wife, who was an inventor she called Professor. One of the Chief's big ideas was to open Bedlam's first police dog training school. She was sure dogs could prove to be a powerful weapon to prevent the city's criminals from taking over. To begin with, she had been proved right. Her army of police dogs, paired up with police officers, had brought some of Bedlam's supervillains to justice. Thanks to those brave dogs, these supervillains were now locked up in Bedlam City Jail. However, every week, more and more of these supervillains emerged, and sometimes it felt as if the police were losing the battle. The chief found a deserted army training camp on the outskirts of the city, and had it turned into a school for police dogs. The police dog training school had big steel gates. These kept the dogs in and any stray cats out. A watchtower. Police officers were stationed here with searchlights to keep the school safe from attack. You never knew where and when Bedlam's baddies might strike next. An assault course. A true test of any dog's fitness. A lake. Perfect for practicing daring rescues in water. The mess hall, every dog's favorite place, where they had their dinner. A training field used every morning for those dreaded dawn runs. The parade ground. Just like police officers, the police dogs had a passing out parade after they'd successfully completed their training. A dog bath. The dogs were representing the police force and were expected to look their best. A tree, so the dogs had somewhere to pee. Kennels. These contained a dozen or so beds. 
The beds were just the right size for one big dog or two little ones sleeping top to tail. And a shed. At the far end of the training field squatted a little broken-down shed. It was a pathetic sight, with a flag permanently at half-mast. The flag had the Lost Patrol emblazoned across it. 